brand new episode of the internet's most hated mafia themed geek podcast long coat mafia podcast it is i the one the only reverend godfather aka the martinsburg madman aka this show's frontman and main host before we get into the meat and potatoes of this week's episode there's a few things i want to get into uh first and foremost i want to ask all of you out there that are listening how are you enjoying the anniversary bonus retrospective episodes that i've been putting out as of late for our birthday month uh if you're not if you don't like it please let us know i with a email at longcoatmafia at gmail.com or put a comment in the comment section down below if there is a comment section down below or head to our Facebook page to let us know. All the links are in our description. Uh, secondly, uh, as always, we do have a sponsor. It is our sponsor slash partner. It is W Energy. It, just head on over to W.GG. It's D-U-B-B-Y dot G-G. And when, at checkout, enter in code LCM podcast for 10% off your order and a portion of those sales will be sent to us to support the show. But if, as always, and as we'll state in later in this episode, if what they offer on their website is too expensive for you, but you still want to help support the show by sending a couple of bucks, we do still have our crowdfunder, uh, our GoFundMe up, and still it's still there. If you want to send us a couple of bucks that way, link is in the description. Uh, but if even that's too expensive, as always, uh, a like, a share, a, uh, hitting that subscribe button, whether it be on Apple uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Podbean, or even on our YouTube channel, that is always helpful and appreciated. Sharing our posts is also appreciated. Uh, you, Though you don't have to send folks our way or shop at Dubby, it's also everything is gratefully appreciated. Anything that uh, we do get with those funds, we will be happy to show and post up receipts, so you guys know that you are what we're doing here is legit. And any extra funds will be any extra funds that we do get in through. Donations or through Dubby will be put towards any travel costs that we incur in regards to like going to Forest State or if we go to uh, any events that we have to take a ride to. That's what that, that funds will do. Hotel costs if needed, food, uh, gas money, stuff like that. But now for regards to the main episode, even though we had a minor technical difficulty during the episode you'll understand where that is but we talk first talk about the xbox game showcase that happened earlier this week or at the end of last week earlier this week either way and we go into or we have a deep dive in talking about the transformers movie uh that we saw earlier i should say this past weekend so we had a fun time with that. So I hope you enjoy 
this program, even though, we again, we did have some technical difficulties. So I'll see you all on the other end of this episode. Hey, George, cue the music. We'll be right back with more of the Long Coat Mafia podcast. Shock and terror with Sasha, the Princess of Darkness, and Chris, the Martinsburg Madman, in... Sasha After Dark, the podcast of darkness, reboot. Then we'll have a lot of content for OnlyFans and just clips. And clips and, you know, Patreon. Everything else. You you seem to be getting more comfortable with the mask now. What are you doing with that mask when I'm not around? You don't want to know! <laughs> Show up at work wearing the mask one day. This is who I am now. This is who I am. <laughs> it's for OnlyFans. Let me give you in the back. Squeal <laughs> like a piggy. Squeal, <laughs> you get the axe again. So who wants to toss axes today? Uh, did you oh, say axes or axes? Oh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Okay, I'll compose myself. No, you haven't. I'm trying. Ah, Lumser, I'm bored. What plaything do you have to offer me today? The, what the, something out of the SK system once again, madam. It's our Florida. I wish it was, but I believe it may have came out of Seattle. Where's oh, California? Coffee and grunge bands. Yeah. And lesbians. I wish there was well, you had me at lesbians. Same here. But. Does it rain all the time? Oh, wait. So no. Yes, it does. Yeah. No, wait. That's <laughs> the UK. But. Also the UK. Also the UK. But something known as the Xbox Game Showcase. Okay, well, it looks like you have an Xbox beside you there. Oh, yes, I do. I have it as a... This is my spare. Uh, you have a spare. <laughs> You're going to keep that in the uh, boot? It's my spare Xbox. <laughs> the way I'm going to the equipment, I better have a damn spare. <laughs> By That's the way, pawn, we still shop, have... pawn shop and thrift store finds. Pawn shop, thrift store finds. By the way, still have that GoFundMe up in regards to if you want to don't. Uh, all funds are acceptable from a dollar on up to help offset costs on my end to help get a new new or newish laptop, if you will. Sorry to plug shit on Sasha's Go end uh, of things, but either way. But we know you're sellout. We discussed that last time. <sighs> I have to be. I'm Poe. <laughs> He's hoeing his self no. out. Does that mean I have to? to. I think it's that'd be hilarious. But for the most part, we had the it doesn't great. <laughs> I had the remote upside down. I hate when that happens. But Yeah, it works better if you're pointing it at the thing it's supposed to do. Unless it's Bluetooth, then it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. There we go. Uh basically, I just want to get the name of it correct. And I was watching it, I believe. He's not playing with himself, I assure you. 
it's something different now. Um, I was watching a little bit through Angry Joe the other day. Oh, the God, Expo, it's Joe. called the. Uh, um, sometimes we have similar uh, impressions in regards to games. Sometimes we don't, but um, it's the Xbox Showcase that just was released. This that aired. I should say re-aired yesterday, but happened over the weekend. Mm-hmm. And it's just them releasing a lot of their up-and-coming boot nanny and whatnot. And what? Granted, they a lot of it's the same old, same old. Uh, Raza, the new driving game's coming out. Uh, Forza? Forza's coming out, that sort of thing. Uh, apparently, there's a new Fable, Fable 4's coming out. Uh, it's a um, remake, actually. There is, I think it's either a DLC for um, Fallout 76. It's going to be Atlantic City. Um, oh, boy. But what I what interests me is the game called, the, what they showed as a preview, it's called Clockwork Revolution. It has mm-hmm. a Bioshock Infinite vibe to it. So I, I want to see that, and I want to try it out if it comes to Game Pass. But isn't what the game has, that they're saying is like System Shock? I think so. I'm not sure. But there's a... Um, there was a long one. They it had like another half hour, 45 minutes at the end about one of their new games that come that's coming out. I just lost interest in when I saw that. And it's like, I don't want to hear about this game. I don't have any, uh, you know problems with it um i'm just i think it was like starfield or something like that i'm just laughing that people still like enjoy fable i mean come on it's, it's peter molyneux do yeah. promises stuff and you're never going to get anything out of it because first it was fable 4 and then it was fable remake and it's like come on peter stop lying tell us what it really is but my issue came out with Right between that 45-minute game preview of Starfield or whatever it is. Um, Starfield looks interesting. I, I, yeah, sure. I think that's what it is, Starfield. Um, it didn't hold my attention, but they had an announcement for pretty much a new version of this. All it is is the new version of the Series S. It's going to be in black. And it's going to have a terabyte t- hard drive. Okay. And it's going to be where if you bought this new in stores, it's $300. The black Xbox with a terabyte hard drive in it, it's going to be $350. And that's where watching a lot of commentators out there, the hypocritical commentators out there, some of them at that, I should say, uh, we're up in arms and showing how much of a, uh, as a self-proclaimed uh, Xbox fanboy himself, mm-hmm. how they were showing how much of a PC or as a Steam or Epic Play Store fanboy or a PlayStation or Sony play, uh, fanboy they were because they were like, you know. For fifty dollars more at four hundred dollars, you you could buy the all digital version of the PS Five. 
Okay. Well, these are the same commentators that were toting how awesome that Series S is because it's a great entry system. And I believe it is. Uh, but the thing is, the same folks are touting the specs and the PC aspect. It's like, well, the Series S doesn't do 60 frames per per, uh, per second. The Series S is not 4K. The Series S is not, like, listen, mother. I know you don't care. A 4K that. TV. The thing is, one, not many people might own a 4K TV. Those that do, the only ones you can really tell if it's 4K are the ones that are still closer to $1,000, the high-end 4K stuff. Right. And you still have to, the ones that might have the mid-range that you could kind of tell, and the ones that are on the high-end or, or anything like that, I'm talking about they are... I want to. I'll describe it like this: the Linus Tech Tips type people. They have to fiddle with all the settings and uh, all this, that, and the other to make sure it's the highest quality and the best thing. And I'm like, wait a minute. I might not know about t a lot about TVs and settings, but if you adjust the settings, how do I know that settings is going to be strictly for HDMI port one, or is it for the whole TV? Yeah. And if, if it's for the whole TV, you're setting something that every time you go into the console, you don't want to change uh, it. Switch, you have to change it to that system. Not many people are going to do that. Not to mention if you're granted, I'm a little bit older, but even when I was younger, I couldn't tell the difference between 780p and 1080p. Me telling the difference between 1080p and 4K even with the TVs next to each other, are minuscule to me. Literally, they're minuscule. For the average, average game, average person, the normies out there, maybe I'm not saying you're a normie, <laughs> but oh. the normie gamers out there. I don't know the standards for normie drops. <laughs> but the normie gamers out there, this is a great system to get a lot of the, the next-gen games. And some of the folks that are complaining – well, these game companies that are, they don't want to, they're bitching because it's a weaker console. Those are the same companies and the same commentators are saying, yeah, here's the, here's the, also where the hypocrisy comes in. They point to the com companies that were saying that this weaker con console are pointing to the reports that when this first came out and the ones that aren't are pointing to the game, AAA game companies, the, like, I'll say like Bethesda and 2K or the weaker, comp smaller AAA companies that couldn't put out a game well. Meaning if it played on the high end, let's take Renfall, which is uh, the current punching bag game-wise. It couldn't, or let's take um, uh, Cyberpunk when it came out, 277. Um, when it that came it out. Play when it came out. When it, it couldn't came play out well. as in release date or when it came out Re and was functional? <laughs> release date. It couldn't play well. Granted, it was uh, garbage, but it couldn't play well even on the best systems. On the best settings. And what some of these companies are doing, they're blaming the Series S. 
No, if it's not working well on the better system, you're at fault, not developing on, it's not developing for this system. It's you're at fault. And you're just using the, the Series S as a scapegoat. And it's, you hear it all the time. It's like, uh, I w wish I had a bunch of extra bed sheets to put all over me because you and I are both old, old enough to kind of catch the reference of leave Britney alone. Yes. <laughs> leave, Britney leave, alone. Xbox, leave Xbox fans alone. Um, she has, has grown and changed as a person. I yeah, she, about she's grown and I'm not um, talking about Britney. I'm, I'm just, talking I'm about just, the person just, whom the meme came from. Yeah, uh, I'm sure they've grown and changed as well. She's um, changed quite significantly, hence the pronoun differences. <laughs> uh, so I, I'm not knocking on that on that person in any way, shape, or form. It, it was just this, the whole meme back then was just, I think nobody was ragging on that person for who they were. Just the whole aspect of leave Britney alone was just hysterical yeah i think that's that and because the internet was the internet and still is the internet we found new shit but still leave an xbox fan it's still a great console i love it and folks the reason again the reason why i have a spare is because the, my luck with shit <laughs> Somehow, my, the one that I'm using is going to go foobar, and I want an extra. <laughs> I want an extra on hand. That way, all I have to do is plug it in and go. But I love it. It's my entry. Um, if I had the funds to get that new system, the t one terabyte, I'd definitely pick it up, and I'd have two spares. Maybe I'd give one to somebody else. Ooh. But they, she won't take it because the controller's too big for her hands. It doesn't feel right. <laughs> too big for my hands. Too big for my hands. There, there, there are some things that are just too big for my hands that are great. But this is one of those things that aren't. <laughs> you have to get used to big things in your hands, girl. <laughs> Not today. Not when it comes to my controllers. <laughs> it has to be. <laughs> like I'm trying For to play a video game, not give my opponent a concussion. <laughs> For the benefit. <laughs> uh, I guess it's better I, than Wii controllers. <laughs> <laughs> waving it around on people's faces. It doesn't even work. And the thing, and the thing is, the folks with that are the ones that the PC fanboys are like, well, you bet if you want inferior equipment, you might as well get an Xbox. Now, if you want inferior equipment, you might as well get a Nintendo Switch. At least that you can go mobile. It's like, wait a minute, let me counter that. If I wanted a Fisher Price level console, I would get a Nintendo console. What games do they have for their console? Oh, the same three that they put out every, almost seemingly every year. A new Mario game, a new Zelda game, and a new Pokemon game. Anything beyond that? <laughs> Not really. I, I I will say this. If Switch ever had the chutzpah to put on Fallout 4, I will pick that up in a heartbeat. 
they were supposed to, I think they were supposed to put some more games with meat on it for the they have older Skyrim folks. on there. If you have yeah. Skyrim on there, you can put Fallout 4 on there. But here here's the thing. It I have a tinfoil hat theory in regards to it, or Alex Jones level theory in regards to certain things. I've said this bit uh, on here before in regards to how Sony and their affiliates, like um, Bethesda, is an affiliate of Xbox now. By the way, um, you're watching, <laughs> you're listening to and watching Sasha After Dark, the podcast of darkness. Fifteen minutes into the episode, here's our intro. <laughs> Dramatic. Pause. But. The the thing is, what came out, or at least uh, Square Enix excuses, even though they're going to be putting uh, Final Fantasy 16 on, guess what? But they won't put the Pixel Remaster on the Xbox uh, system because, oh, uh, I'm sure at least you know that if you develop a game and you put it on a platform, whether it be uh, Sony's Xbox or PC, uh, whether it be Steam or um, Epic, they take a cut for themselves. That's why some um, when Borderlands 3 came out, it went to Epic first because they were offering a better deal than Steam at the time. I think uh, Epic wanted said, yeah, if you put it on us for first, it was going to be like, uh, we'll take 5% and uh, Steam wanted 8 So depending on all the sales, they would save all that extra money. Yeah. And somehow um, what Square Enix is saying, yeah, we approach, we approach all the distributors in regards to uh, – when we release games and just Xbox wanted so much money. Nah, uh, my, my conspiracy theory is yeah, this, the bundle with all those pixel remasters was coming out and being released during the whole controversy between Sony and Xbox over the, the Activision blizzard deal. And you guys said, uh, no matter what they offer, say uh, it's too much. You're not putting that on there. Yeah. And that's the thing. That it it's pretty much Sony pulling the string saying you're gonna no matter what Microsoft says, whatever offer it could be five percent, you tell them it's uh and somebody asks you about it, say it's no, that was too high. It was too high. No matter what they're offering, it's too high. And the thing is, that's when fans like me kind of miss out granted yeah i have a ps4 which i have to get a new controller for um yeah i'm yelling at the controller <laughs> like that's gonna fix the damn thing um but it i have been playing the at least a little bit or up until the controller decided to go fuck itself why are you looking at me like i'm insane <laughs> how dare you look at me like i'm insane but um just listen you go on to a rant. Hey, you can interject, but uh, the system somehow it wants to, it seemed like it, was, it wasn't it was drifting over to like a, the right or left. It was just went 
one day he just went, fuck it. You're going over here now. I'm like, oh, fuck. I was just getting into Final Fantasy VI. God damn it. <laughs> By the way, I love the fact that you could find all the old Final Fantasy III from the NES strategy guides and the original Nintendo Power strategy guide for the first Final Fantasy online for free. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can get all that stuff online for free. And I don't mean like going for to game FAQ type of ordeal. I mean the actual oh, no, strategy no. guide. No, but there, there are complete scans and everything else. Trust me, I've been replaying um, Super Metroid and the intensive like guide that uh, Nintendo Power put out back in the day is very helpful. It's not step I, by step. You kind of got to figure out where you need to go and how you're going to get there. But with the Pixel, Pixel remixes uh, or reboot deal, it's not exactly the same game. It is, but it isn't. But if that those maps and everything does help <laughs> in a way, no, in regards to was a PlayStation Three exclusive, and I'm not 100 percent sure. But there was like this game where you could design your own character, and it was like pixel art. Yeah, and it was like an uh, RPG, and I'm like, why hasn't that gotten revival yet? Because I mean, I think that would still work today because you have that. Kind of quasi eight bit, sixteen bit pixel graphic, but you also have like a decent RPG aspect to it too. I remember seeing something on YouTube in regards to the pixel remasters and some of the stuff that you know because of the pixel remasters coming out and other stuff like again, you could buy the Final Fantasies. Uh, 7, 8, 9, 10, 10, 2, and everything past that on all the stores. Uh, what happened to the forgotten games that were out there? And uh, they went over that particular one, what happened to it, and no one seems to really know why they haven't re-released that or made it a reboot. Or It's like, oh, we don't want to. Those sales were too low, or nobody in the States would want to play that sort of thing again um it was done by because it was called 3d game heroes um looks like it was an atlas game um and they make a lot of oddball stuff to begin with because i aren't they the same people that do um oh what's it called harvest moon or no that's not sume but atlas does a lot of weird stuff um it looks like it was only playstation 3 but it's kind of like a Zelda clone, but you also have that 3D like graphic aspect to it. I know I picked up something that was similar for mine. It looked, it reminded me of a Zelda game. It was, it has a name. I don't know what it was, but it. It reminded me of a Zelda clone. That's what it was. It was the top, top down. It was Anodyne. There it is. Oh, I remember uh, Anodyne. Okay. It, it feels like a, a, a Link to the Past type of 
Uh oh, internet connection is unstable. Much later. Much, much later. Much, much later. Much, much, much later. So much later that the old narrator got tired of waiting and they had to hire a new one. Hold on. We got Hold it. On. Um, yeah, I guess it overheard us talking about Xbox and Microsoft and the computer's like, fuck you, asshole. You haven't update. You haven't done anything yet. Yeah, well, <laughs> update. You can wait. Uh, Welcome yeah. to my hell. <laughs> we we were experiencing technical difficulties because Microsoft owns us all. <laughs> if you own me, Microsoft, I want some money to get some new shit from you. I mean, I guess that was the internet's way of politely telling us, yeah, you know, you're done with Xbox. Done. We've covered it. <laughs> you're good. You started talking about PlayStation games. Fuck is wrong with you? How dare you? <laughs> All I, mean, I was talking about was like, hey, uh, you know, Arrow Dine was a good uh, uh, Link to the Past clone. <laughs> we Which get, one I was playing with him. Whenever we have a technical difficulty, we need to get that little clip from The Simpsons with the technical difficulty that shows the drunken cameraman. <laughs> We're experiencing technical difficulties, drunken cameraman passing out. <laughs> oh, but guess anyway, what I'm inserting when I sew everything in together. Guess what I'm? Yes, we need that clip. Uh, I'll, when I sew everything together, I'm putting that clip in with that uh, da, 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 song or whatever goes with it. But For the uh, audio side, folks at home on the audio side, uh, you're going to hear. Two hours later. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Anywho. Anywho. So, what else did we get into this week? Oh yeah, we we all got into the whole Transformers thing. We saw the new movie. I I went to Allentown and uh, actually got to see some screen used props from Transformers movies, uh, particularly um, the Optimus Prime truck from last night and uh, Megatron from Dark of the Moon. So that was kind of a plus. Um, there was a bunch of uh, car enthusiasts who had, you know, different cars made up like uh, Bumblebee, Ironhide, Ratchet, um, some of the other Nest operatives, um, which was kind of cool. And then a random R2-D2 because why the fuck not? <laughs> you know? But like I was telling Chris before the start of the show, two hour line to get in. Um, who knew Michael Bay Transformers had that kind of draw and that kind of fandom? Uh, now, now, now that you bring it up, bring up that there's something that came. Um, I'm sure you remember the show Red Green. Okay. Uh, for the folks at home, uh, Red Green was this I want to say self-aware Canadian comedy type of ordeal. We uh, talk down to our audience so that they don't get the end joke. Let us explain the uh, end joke so it seems to yeah. be funny. <laughs> uh, Red Green was pr primarily, I've seen it on like PBS. Uh, and it's where main character always like, it, it was maybe like the Canadian version of Tool Time, kind of, sort of, uh, where it's around, instead of it being Tool Time, it was more uh, like a Moose Lodge or something like that. Yeah, more the main Canadian character humor. Was more Canadian humor. Uh, and the whole aspect was if uh, his motto was like, if a woman can't find you handy, she should, if she can't find you handsome, she should at least find you handy. And like, uh, 
duct tape is a man's secret weapon sort of thing. It was, it was all tongue-in-cheek and The maintenance guy at work believes that. He thinks duct tape and wire hangers is how you fix plumbing, so. <laughs> but uh, one of the things that they were showing off one year, I don't, I don't remember if it was for, like, a PBS's annual or biannual fundraiser, but the guy that do, plays Red, the old guy, went to a red-green convention somewhere in the Midwest and some motherfucker dressed up as a um, one of the de- uh, I forgot his name uh, the it wasn't Spawn himself but it was a character from Spawn okay it was like the one of the demon uh, characters from Spawn it was not the clown but what the clown was supposed to look like yeah violent uh, Violated. That's a um, like even Red was looking. It was like, who are you supposed? To, I'm the violator from Spawn. I'm like, you went as the violator from Spawn to a red green convention. R two D two and at a Transformers. It's at least a robot. It's at least a robot, and you know what? You know it's you know there. It's not like red green. Canadian comedy. What's his alt mode? A butt plug? <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's, it's you know, or the whole aspect, let's say if it was a Red Dwarf convention, R2-D2 shows up. You know, you could kind of see it, all right? Maybe. At least, the, the supposedly in one of the early episodes, there was the... Uh, TARDIS in one of the background scenes, you know, hidden there. You could kind of see that, okay? <laughs> yeah, but, it's kind of like, you know, you always get an away crew from Star Trek at a Renaissance fair. You know, Ash Williams also shows up a lot at Ren Fair. So, <laughs> in some way, it can work. Uh, but uh, on that note, I did see it when I went to a Ren Fair one, that one time. Did see got somebody dressed up as Superman, but it wasn't like the leotard Superman outfit. It was all done in chainmail and the cape, but it was pretty damn good. <laughs> I, I'm like I credit him. I will give it the fact, especially if he managed to knit it himself. So, either way, back to Transformers. So, anyways, Transformers. Um, but yes, that was quite eye-opening to see that Bayformers has that kind of fandom. But maybe it's just me because, like, when I go to BotCon, it feels like a family because we're all there for Transformers. We're not there for Michael Bay per se. We're there because we like machines that turn into other things. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> have that one guy. GoBots rock. Yeah, Actually, there's a GoBots. lot of GoBots at BotCon, believe it or not. And um, since that's been incorporated in the Transformers lore, yes, Govatron is now part of Transformers lore. Um, yeah, it makes things real interesting. To me, it shall always be Machine Robo. <laughs> <laughs> His name was not Cop Tour. <laughs> I'm thinking of all the the uh, uh, robot chicken gags. That was the point. <laughs> <laughs> That's the joke. <laughs> That's the joke. 
but uh it was it was very eye-opening to see that you know that there's there's a ton of love out there even for the shittiest aspects of some fandoms <laughs> i mean my kid grew up with the transformers movies i mean i don't think there's a transformers fan who hasn't seen some of the transformers movies uh, i'm sure you sub subjugated subjugated the little one to uh the original movie at some point yes yes you know them and i we we quote it quite regularly you know at the most inappropriate times so because there's, there's a kids in there there's occasionally that uh i as a habit if you saw my uh First I have a, the almost shell, then we crack the nuts and uh, It comes from that, in essence, that scene. In a way, it's I'll, I'll at times I'll have a hand tick. You know how it's not Tourette's or anything like that, but it's a hand tick. It's that my hand will do the same or a similar typing pattern to. Um, I forgot. I'm gonna the the Autobots version of Soundwave in, in that scene. He does blaster. that that blasted. He has that did 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 and does that, that. I almost have. I've watched so many movies. So that movie so many times. I that's almost my hand take. I was like, I'll I'll do that as a mm. hand take. It's like from watching that so many damn times. God damn blaster. Damn Damn blaster. I still function. Wanna bet? (laughs) (laughs) The best line was that the best the best line in that the original movie is what did he say his name was? (laughs) Galvatron. Galvatron. Uh all hell Galvatron. And the thing is, he got away with it, too. <laughs> I had friends that, like, cut in those weird commercials that Orson Well was in for that one restaurant. I don't know if you've ever seen the Orson Well like, commercials that he did before he died. And they'll cut yeah, that he like, was, like, drunk out most of the time because he actually drank the alcohol he was supposed to. Yeah, but, like, some of the one takes, oh, they'll, they'll just insert that over Unicron, and I just lose it because it's hilarious. <laughs> Uh, Hell, that wasn't overall, even his last movie either. He he did like this really big of a train wreck with just voiceover, and it recently got put out on DVD or Blu-ray. It's terrible. It's like Asylum level before Asylum was a thing. Sean Connery even has a movie like that, and that's just like oh. The, the thing is, uh, they, I think they want to redo that. They want to redo the original movie, like how it, it's it has its own level of perfection because yet even though it there was problems with it i i i'm sure but you have to figure it everything in that movie was hand drawn from the background car everything was meticulously bad everybody uh, hated that movie when it first called out, came out because how dare they kill optimus prime right and now we've watched optimus prime die how many times right and always comes back he's like robo jesus and the commentary for the the original movie they're like watching it now and like i can't believe how meticulously everything was how detailed 
everything was hand drawn. Yeah, like Sumbo went all out. Not to say there wasn't animation errors, because there was animation. I'm sure there's animation errors, but still. Uh, Hell, that movie was the reason why um, G.I. Joe the movie went straight to TV instead of the theaters, and they changed the ending because they were originally going to uh, kill Duke, and instead of Duke being dead, oh, he's in a coma, and then at the end... Yeah, you you could tell it's like everything in that, in the G.I. Joe movie, when you watch it, I think I watched it like two months ago, uh, it was like everything leads up, it's like to him dying, but at the end it's like that little bit of he's going to be okay. <laughs> yeah, you can like, tell they were like, "Ooh, we can't kill Duke. That would be a bad idea." And, and I, I will say something about the GI Joe movie. Most people won't even mention, but the cosmic horror in that movie for the origins of Cobra was actually kind of cool because you kind of have like an HP Lovecraft like creature society governing all of this terroristic organization and it's like awesome you know it wasn't even that it's like the the reason of it is they pretty much kicked out cobra commander because he was on the level of incompetent with them like we're kicking your ass out and his aspect was i'll show you and therefore the whole ordeal of him still being incompetent I don't know. He did show up in that one Transformers episode as Old Snake, if you recall. Yeah. Where they yeah, stole uh, the uh, Autobots' bodies. They stole Hot Rod. Well, not Hot Rod. He, I think he was like a terrorist at some point. Mm-hmm. At, and all that in the later shows where they tried to steal. They turned all the Autobots into humans. Uh, but... You know, the later- there, there, there was definitely a hint that Hasbro was trying to create a universe, and right. that, to me, is the biggest thing because that GI Joe hint, if you kind of look at it from certain angles, it kind of puts in humanoids in with it, and a lot of people like to go, "Why are you fingering your camera?" Oh, uh, message! Uh, I'm doing this on my phone, and somebody keeps messaging me. Um, so I want because I can't turn down or turn off the messages on the notifications on that. I'm gonna have to tell them it's like, and I, I'm recording. Go the fuck away. Yeah, I'm recording. But uh, no, it just kind of hints that they wanted to do in humanoids. I always love them. People like, yeah, but the human characters in humanoids are not the same size as GI Joe, and I'm like, aha, that's where you're wrong. Uh, because when you take the helmets off the Inhumanoid like hero characters, their heads are the same size as GI Joe's because that's supposed to be an exosuit for them, and so it's all part of the same universe. But for some reason, everybody wants to smash visionaries in on top of it. And I'm like, that got what a little tiny kids movie, like TV hour, one time little pilot episode, and that was it. We didn't even get a full series for visionaries. But uh, there's a, I kind of, with this movie, I. You okay? uh, Yeah. I was like, I was hoping that it wasn't going to be like one of those aspects like, oh, you're going to still keep messaging while I just quickly message you that I'm recording, but you just left a thumbs up on the message. But uh, I did, I did enjoy 
enjoy this. There were, um, I did have some, I'm not, when I was watching, I was like, okay, when the, when was this taking place? No, just, it, I, that was my first impression when it was like, when is this taking place? It wasn't until maybe five, 10 minutes after I, uh, because I saw it, I was like, game. I saw a game ball. I was like, when's this taking place? I, I, why are they using a game ball? Then all of a sudden, there's the clip of them talking about the OJ trial. I'm like, oh yeah, mid 90s. So that makes sense. 94. Um, 94. Yep. And because Bumblebee took place in 84, 85, or something like that. And then this yep. is a direct sequel to Bumblebee. And the Bayverse is no longer canon. The main universe is no longer canon. Bayverse is no longer canon. That explains a lot of because one of the things I because Bayverse was, was going to make Unicron Earth. Yeah, that was, that was one of the things I was going to do. It's like, wh why are they doing it like this? Because in the last of the you know Bay movies, because I wasn't really sure. It's like the last one was like Unicron was supposed to be Earth, and. Didn't in the first Transformers live action movie, Prime, uh, Optimus Prime came to Earth. Yeah, <laughs> and you know what? So many continuities with that. But the first time they did like, you know, Unicron as Earth showed up in Transformers Prime, that computer animated show that I want to say would come at came out after the first trilogy of Bay movies. That would have been when. Um, I'm going to say Cartoon Network. And it actually had the Earth as Unicron, um, which was interesting. And it was a new way to take it because it was a whole retcon in its own continuity. Yeah, like, yeah that's the thing. Well, a lot of folks, I was talking, when, after the movie, I was talking to somebody because um, I went to work right after it. And it's like, oh, did you see a movie? Yeah, I went to see Transformers. Like, really? It's like, yeah. Um, it. I saw a lot of influences of the original movie and the original storyline in it. And I said, how do I, uh, do you know the full, in essence, storyline of the Transformers? Because a lot, we saw Beastmasters here in the States. We saw the Beast bulk, Wars. Beast Wars. Uh, Beastmaster is a whole other thing. Right. Um, and we're we on OnlyFans, so I have to explain. We mean the fantasy movie not any other thing that you found in the adult section <laughs> the original uh transformer or the dark web one, or the dark web the original transformer cartoon which ended at the headmasters but did continue in japan and but the thing is yeah, but they if also you, had the Kiss players in Japan, and if you want to have a disturbing day, read about Kiss players, and that'll be like. But the, I, I, again, this was all something I learned through YouTube. Autobots powered by high school girl kisses. Need I say more? <laughs> but all in all, the the main history to kind of sum up in regards to Transformers, it starts out with what we know in the main 80s cartoon and everything kind of leads up and you have the beast wars you have that whole aspect and from what the history was told the transformers kept getting smaller smaller 
and smaller and traveling through time. And thus they make the whole history of what we see as main canon in yeah, the original that's why cartoon. Even so that's why you Optimus have the Primal whole... says, I am of your future and of your past. In the movie, even that was in the car. I don't know about the car, the CGI cartoon, but it's the whole aspect of it wasn't. It was that not to mention he, the guy was talking the about timeline, essentially. But in the cartoon, when it, when I was explaining this, the guy was like, "That explains the whole aspect of the different aspects of how the Autobots might have thought they didn't see it." But it explains the phrase till all are one mm -hmm. because everything came around full circle in regards to history and time and everybody going back to time to start, restart. Or Ogoros. You know, everything back to make sure. Smeg, I'm my own dad. <laughs> that in essence, the, the, the Transformers of the five, far future, far, far future went back, in essence, back around to, in essence, become the spark everything to create the Transformers, we don't know. So in essence, we are all are one. It's not what the Autobots might think, hey, we're going to have peace between, you know, the Autobots and Decepticons again. And But in reality, it was everything coming back around. We are all one. Instead well, it of it was just a being whole huge cycle because the Autobots and Decepticons did eventually have peace, which led to the changes in basically Cybertron. Cybertron became techno-organic. And Megatron from Beast Wars took up the mantle of Megatron creating what was known as the Predacons. Um, because he had studied Megatron's teachings. And of course Ravage was still around and somewhat sentient at that point. And as a result, he kind of became a renegade from this techno-organic Cybertron. And hence it started the whole Beast Wars because, you know, Optimus Primal had to go after him and they wound up in Earth's past. Spoilers. But <laughs> And wound up accidentally killing Prime and then fixing him, but yet somehow taking a spark into Optimus Primal and yeah. And the thing is like when I heard it's Nubian, I was like, family. what the hell? When they said Nubian in the movie, I was like, what the hell is Nubian? You know, <laughs> Couldn't hurt. Like the whole mall rats aspect. But. All I gotta say is they did my boy Jazz dirty because Jazz yeah, is Porsche nine eleven. Sorry, Mirage is an yeah. F one racer. I did like the fact that he did briefly turn into an F one racer, just a reference that that should be the appropriate alt form. And why did Surge look like a uh, who? Wish for Surge. Don't you mean yeah. um? Wheeljack with the glasses? No, 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 no. I mean Surge. Uh, Surge was the main bad guy besides Unicron. He was a servant, the one that wanted to bring Unicron to Surge. I thought Surge. you said Surge. Yeah, you said Surge. I'm like, Surge. the energy drink from the 90s was in there? That'd be yeah. kind of cool. Scourge. Uh, why did he look like a uh, a worse version of Saruman? <laughs> or whatever the main... <laughs> I think Maybe. he was supposed to kind of look like the, the Maximal symbol or the Terracon symbol a little bit because they refer to themselves as Terracon, which, unfortunately, Terracon has nothing to do with the Unicron. Terracon was 
a group of combiners that showed up in um the whole scramble city animation um which was kind of like these weird like tiny beast robots that merged into like one giant like decepticon um because that was the whole concept of scramble city you could mix and match different robots to make one big giant robot with different parts um kind of like what you could do with devastator now scramble city took place between the g1 cartoon and the movie um but that was a japanese exclusive thing and, and folks that are watching that are lord of the rings fans uh i apologize for getting the wrong probably the wrong bad guy from lord of the rings it's pretty much the per person that created the one ring but still <laughs> those hobbit movies are so fucking boring <laughs> even the trees walked uh the first but... movie <laughs> the second movie <laughs> The I did like the fact that it was kind of hard to I've seen posts online in regards to the suit that I'll I'll call him Sonic because that's what his his radio name was I keep forgetting what his real name was the main ca uh, human character um, that I was trying to see if he was canonically a Joe and I didn't find anything that fell into reference with that. But the whole aspect is like when he got the suit, in essence, from Mirage, mm -hmm. I went two ways with that. It's like, were they referencing Headmasters or were they referencing the suit from the OG movie, the cartoon? Or, because you forget, Hasbro also owns Kenner. And what also had special suits and helmets with Mask. vehicles that transformed. Mask. Yeah, I thought maybe it was hinting toward that because Hasbro has been forever trying to make a Hasbro cinematic universe. Yes, I hear all the cringing out there, but they want to do that. They also want to incorporate Micronauts, which they own now, as well as um, ROM Space Knight, which has been very painful for Marvel because without Micronauts, this is why Quantum Mania sucked. Because a lot of the uh, storyline from Quantumania had to be heavily adapted from when uh, Marvel owned the rights to make uh, Micronaut comics. And a lot of people don't know that. And Rom Space Knight had heavy ties to Marvel. Like, there's the a lot is, of characters with, that with they had to see. With Mask, it was just the helmets. Um, but with this, a lot of folks, at least on Twitter, that we're talking about the movie is that they were comparing it to the OG cartoon suit where it was just the kind of like the having a piece here, like a metallic piece here and metallic piece and a, a dome over yeah. the head. Um, whereas the kind of the headmasters was kind of like fully encased suit and yeah, helmet to a head and, can and then you turn to head. Yeah. So that's why I got mixed vibes off of that because at one point he had his whole body covered. And it's like, and it's like you're gonna have to take the wheel. I'm like, did they make a headmaster reference? But at times it was acting like the suit in regards to the first the cartoon movie. There in regards was... to having the jump pack, the gun. Yeah. The only thing it didn't do is transfer form into a little car itself. There was deleted scenes from The Last Night. Yes, I hate Bay movies, but 
the last night cog the little tiny autobot he actually could become a head and take over other robots bodies and there was supposed to be some sort of interaction with that in the movies in more than one situation and it just hit the cutting room floor but you could still tell it happened because the action figure for cog could be converted into a head and you could use it to pop off other decepticons heads so he could take control of it and so it was a feature that only the people who collected the toys and weirdos like me would know i see one of the things i i noticed is that uh they continued a trope of oh we've never seen it happen before ever Here's Mirage transforming for the first first time. It's like, oh my god, we never seen this before, ever, before. It's like, oh shit. But at least this way, it was still robots in disguise, which I right. think the Bay movies kind of really were like stepped away from heavily. Um, because even Optimus and them were trying to keep low key up until they got to Peru or wherever the hell that was. And again, I, I, I love the movie for what it was. I thought it was great. It was a great companion piece to Bumblebee, as it should be. And I like the fact that they... One Transformer, which is the way it should be. You know, I hope there's a third one in this series. They pick a character, they stick with that character the whole way through the movie. That's our arc. Instead of throwing every last character they can at us. And I like the fact that they, as you said... If they do a crossover and not a cinematic universe and it's just, okay, let's in, kind of bring a little bit of G.I. Joe into it. But they did it right. And do it right. Right now, it's a hint. And it's like, hey, we're in a way, we're here if you need us. Or if you want to con still contact, here's our card. Right. And, but for right now, you don't have to worry about, you know, Finding treatments for your little brother. We got you. We covered. are here. We got you covered. So save the world. Thanks. Save the world. Thanks. And if you ever want reconsider, we're here. Yeah. And we that way, if for they could ease everybody into Transformers versus Transformers and GI Joe. It it kind of goes back to our conversation a little bit, like we had the other last week in regards to cinematic universes. Like, just make good movies. Make a good movie. You can hint and wink that there might be a bigger story. But don't worry about that. Don't try to connect the big stories to all the little stories. Let some writer who's got the time to do that. Right. Make a good movie. Have fun. That's why I like with my gag with Hector Ramirez. Because that's something that did pop up in the cartoon. It popped up in four cartoons. You had Hector Ramirez as a reporter in G.I. Joe. Yeah, Hector Ramirez pop up as a reporter in Jim, again as a reporter in Inhumanoids, and also in Transformers. And what cracks me up is, is like if you want to really hit a cinematic universe, get some big name actor to play Hector Ramirez. I can think of several off the top of my head that are some big name, you know, Latino actors, and have them play that role and be like a news reporter in the background reporting on things that are happening in not that movie per se, but from the last movie, he's talking about the issues with, like, for example, the stuff that happened with Transformers 
in the foreign country or you make another movie and he reports on something different from the last movie and so that's connected but if you're not paying attention you don't know it's connected or as i was joking with my buddy ken k the other day you know just have like this random big name actor show up on screen in the background scratching his ass and just do it in every movie but they'll mention that it's connected and it's just this a weird famous guy scratching his ass because it's all part of the same universe. <laughs> well, what I was thinking, because I didn't realize that uh, the re in essence rebooted things. I was like, what, because of when this all takes place and when did the, it took place. Um, the first tra- live action took place. What in 2000, 2007, 2007. What if, because my thought in regards to headcam was like, what if, this this character, the main character, was that you know uh, crazy uh, guy. I want to say guy, yeah, but sector uh, was, seven, sector sector seven. What if he was that? Just you know, later on, he became that sector seven person, and that's See, why when he has first, a, when that scene first opened up. I was kind of thinking it was leaning towards Sector 7. I was like, oh, they already hinted that at Bumblebee. Let's just drop Sector 7. It, it's not working. Um, but I was glad when they kind of dropped the, the G.I. Joe logo. Well, the more modern G.I. Joe logo, which is the dog tag with the little eagle and star in it. And I'm like, okay, that's a little bit more easier for me to swallow. Um, but again, like to me, it's it's too much. It's like make a transformers movie make a gi joe movie make it fun don't try to worry about connecting it until you get there and then that's going to be part of the fun connecting it all together and how it all works i mean like the early comic books when they introduced like concepts of like um gi joe with transformers they didn't do that until um gen you know transformers generation 2 when all of the Transformers were getting retrofitted and refitted, and it just so happened that um, Megatron sought out Destro and Cobra Commander, like, hey, I kind of got alerted to the fact that you guys have this wicked railgun. I want it, and I need a body upgrade. Otherwise, I'm just going to kill all of y'all. And they're like, let's make a deal. You know, we get some of your tech in exchange for giving you our tech. And I'm like... I think that's what came out in the comic series. Yeah, like that. And I'm like, that is such a better storyline because you could see in international terrorist organizations like they want our weapon of mass destructive. Yeah, but this thing's living technology and we get to poke around with it. You know, imagine what all we could figure out. And to me, that's a great way to bridge it because you could have completely different technologies in each film, but it would still work because it's kind of like shared technology at that point. And it kind of worked if you do it like we probably talked last week and all that. If it's done right, you let the fans theorize. You let the YouTubers theorize, like the Matt Pats and all that. You and us and everybody else theorize. You just nod, but you don't. You know what I mean? Right. It's, it's oh, it's we like could have went this way. We could have went like this way. Universal. Do, do you really ever think that they sit down and thought, "Yeah, we're gonna put Frankenstein and the Wolfman in a movie"? Fuck, they put Frankenstein and Wolfman in so many movies, they didn't even care about canon. 
They just had right. fun. They made a fun movie. Hell, they even made one with Abbott and Costello in it. Okay, that that, that tells you that they were. That, I'm saying it's like fun. they have have fun with it. We can and nod to the fans like, oh, we could have done this, but now nah, that's stupid. But the point is, is at the end of the day, yes, crossovers are interesting. Shared universes are mad money. But a lot of that stuff didn't come to pass until two people were like, hey, you have a pretty cool sandbox. I have a pretty cool sandbox. Let's push them together and see what we get. You know, and it wasn't intentional. It was just two creators having fun, you know, and playing each other's sandboxes. And that's what it should be. It shouldn't be. How can we make multi-million dollars off this concept? No, have fucking fun with it. Who cares if it doesn't work? Sort it out in the details. Or in the novelization, something like that. <laughs> or just have fun. Then it becomes like a like a Halo or a Destiny in regards to gameplay, where it's just, well, we're going to put ninety eight percent of the lore in the books, and all of you all that are not reading the books, it screw you. Yeah, because I, I as, as terrible as it sounds, and maybe it's just my old kid mind working. I, I would always love to have seen, like. The, the characters from Mask have to accidentally go up against Cobra plus a few Decepticons. And it's kind of like a three-way battle. And Venom's just sitting out on the sideline like, let's let them fight and see who wins and we'll take what we want. <laughs> Whoever wins, well, we win. Yeah. We'll just, we'll just pick on the... the... We'll sit back, watch everybody fight, and we'll, we'll just we'll take join the winning side. <laughs> yeah, we'll join the winning side and we'll pick up the pieces afterwards. Yeah. Exactly. We'll be the we'll be the level one folks following the level fifty through the dungeon or whatever. Just picking up, oh take this, I'll take this, I'll take this, I'll take this. Yeah, exactly. And and, and to me it's just it's just a fun way of having it. You know, it, it's kinda like what um what is it? John Favaro and what's the other guy? All time wears the cowboy hat. I can't think of his name, but it's guys who do Mandalorian. Like, yeah. they do Star Wars right. And to me, just watching that show just feels like I'm, I'm playing with Star Wars action figures. Or somebody, I'm watching some kid play with Star Wars action figures and just have a fucking blast. You know? It's like, let's throw in Rebels. Oh yeah, let's throw in this really badass scene with Luke Skywalker. Fucking A, you know? Have fun with it. Oh, speaking of that real quick, uh, have you heard the room, rumor, diehard rumor? Is it a diehard, diehard rumor? It's a diehard rumor concerning Star Wars. Oh, okay. I, I thought you were, it's a diehard rumor concerning the diehard franchise. I'm just saying it's a really diehard rumor. Okay, so uh, what's the rumor? Um, because Disney is losing so much damn money. They are considering it selling Lucasfilm and the Star Wars property back to George Lucas. I, I, I keep hearing various stuff on that. And I'm going to be honest with you. I think George is done. Um, and because, like, right now they've got, what, Indiana Jones get ready to drop. They've got a bunch of other Lucas properties that they've been playing with. Like the Willow series, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. And, I mean, I get where Disney's coming from with making most of this, like, Disney Plus exclusives, which is fine, because uh, they're still like, hey, we're still making bank. You know, we're finding it's easier to bill people a steady five bucks a month for Disney Plus 
versus $20 a movie ticket. It's just more financially viable for us. And there's all kinds of rumors like that, but I don't foresee it happening. I, I, I think it's bullshit. And right I'm now, really, I'm almost in the same same boat or similar boat. I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah, and not only that, but like the reason why George sold Star Wars was basically he wanted to pass it on because he knew he's getting up there in age, you know? I mean, we've already lost a lot of our major creators. George Lucas is going to die before you know it. So Steven Spielberg. So there's all these other creators, you know, and at least with him passing the torch on to Disney, at least it's going to somewhere that's going to at least try to carry on and champion that. I want to I want to say this. He didn't just pass along. I think he was forced to pass on, whether it was Kathleen Kennedy or someone else next to him. That was one of his many yes men because they were probably he didn't he didn't want to I think even he said that he wanted uh, he was getting up there in years even though the fans wanted him to complete do the final trilogy in regards to Star Wars. He was feeling, oh, by the time I get around to it, I'll be too old or this, or that, dead. and the other thing, or dead. Uh, and not to mention, uh, depending on who you want to talk to, he was being egotistical because you had folks that were really good in making trilogies like Peter Jackson Mm-hmm. Saying, "Hey, you don't want to do it? No, you know, let me do it. I did the Hob, you know, like it or hate the Hobbit. He did a pretty. I want to say he he knew how to handle a series. Give it to me. Let me handle it. I have. I did six movies. You know, let me handle it. No, other folks came up to him like, let you know, we've done it. We've done trilogies. We know we can have respect for your property. Give us the reins. No. Oh, by the way." Hi, Disney. Thanks for all the money. You can do it. And now well, we have a whole... to understand that his health has been on the decline since the prequels. I mean, all of the vocalizations for General Grievous's, like the coughing and the hacking, that's him. That's his actual coughing and hacking. And the thing is, do you know why we got the uh, re-edit of... Four, five, and six. Mm. Why? Alimony. Mm. Just uh, the pretty much McClunky. No, um, at, at the time, at the time of the when the original trilogy four, five, and six was made, he was married to the producer, mm. and she's the one that did a lot of the editing and choices in regards to what went into the story and all that. And sometime after in that process of making four, five, and six, they got a divorce. And with that divorce, he had to pay child support, alimony. Plus, because she was producer and all that fun jazz, and I think co-writer and all that, he had to pay her a lot of the royalties and all that. And because in Hollywood regards to under a lot of these uh, guilds and uh, unions, if you change it, you don't have to pay mm. 
a lot of the original folks. And because he was paying alimony and child support, he didn't want to shell out the extra funds to her anymore. So therefore, we got the edited versions of their original trilogy. And that's why we'll never get them again, because... Oh, 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 contraire, my friend. They are available, the... The theatrical original runs of all the Star Wars trilogy is available um, because some people have found prints of them. They're just not legally available. They're That's legally what I'm saying, legally, legally available. Like the despecialized editions um, right now are actually running on theatrical prints from the original runs. And we're talking all three movies, Star Wars, Empire, and Jedi. I will not ever give them episode numbers because in my book, it's always just Star Wars, not Star Wars episode four, A New Hope. No, Star Wars. So it, it was pretty much that's why you won't get an official drop of the original trilogy. It's well, we pretty did much technically on DVD, but it was actually a Laserdisc reissue on DVD. Um, I've got a couple bootlegs of that. It's not the greatest print in the world, but better than nothing or at least until i can figure out how to copy these blu-ray files <laughs> so i can make my own despecialized editions yeah i can go online buy a bootleg but to me that's not the fun of bootlegging unless you're desperate i don't i part of me wants to i might not have this week might not as much as i want to watch it i may or may not have the funds to catch the Flash movie, but I'll see. Ezra, if not, I'll ask Uncle. That is a whole can of worms. I I refuse. Yeah. I ref- If somebody bought the tickets to go watch me, you know, to, to have me go watch it with them, by all means, I'll go. If somebody has a copy of it they want to let me borrow, I'll watch it. But I will not pay my own money to go see it. Good, then I'm going to be saving money this week. <laughs> because uh, Ezra Miller... They're a piece of crap. I'm sorry. They've done enough crimes and enough problems in the world where I, I can't rightly go to a movie. No matter how much they want to plug the nostalgia factor that Michael Keaton's Batman is in it, they can do that all they want. That's not going to erase the problems with Ezra Miller. Like, come on, like kidnapping, grooming, abusing women. I don't care how you identify. None of that is cool. And that's so, from a trans I, woman. Good, good. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna save my money there. Not gonna have to worry about it. Yeah, I'm not watching so. it. I think if I go to see anything this weekend, it'll be to go watch the new Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. So because that seems like it's decent. So I might catch it after the fact, but still. Well, it is after the fact. It already came out, what, not this weekend. But I know, but weekend. after after the fact. Yeah. When it comes out on streaming somewhere. I haven't even caught Guardians yet. I know. Blasphemy. James Neither have I. Neither have I. I, I'm, I wait, I'm waiting on it to come to Disney+. Plus. Yeah, I gotta pay that bill. And I pick up Max. the yearly. Oh, yeah. Eh, I'll pay it when I pay it. I know Avatar 2 is on it, but it's like, do I really want to be bored for three hours? Watch Dances with Wolves with Blue People? No, it's not just that. It's, uh, 
the Avatar or uh, James Cameron's version of Moana, Way of the Water. <laughs> the Way of the Water. <laughs> oh, God. It's Avatar. <laughs> the last blue airbender. Airbender. <laughs> Oh, and to think, <laughs> and to think they had to change the name of that one movie. So what was it just called? It was just called The Last Airbender instead of just Avatar The Last yeah. Airbender. I'm like, it was already a dumpster fire because they had Mr. What a Twist direct it. Twist? I'm sitting there like, where's the twist in this? Uh, that... the plot. <laughs> I changed it. What like a twist. The whole... I thought I saw uh, like one of these meme thread type of ordeals of uh, what if you had Team Avatar? They they didn't. What happened was uh, Ang was not discovered, or they didn't discover it, and it was just uh, what's her name faking her way through as the Avatar, and because like she can. If like wood, water can be in the ground, so that's why she was faking earth bending, and you know, water's because air, uh, water, water could be in the air, four different properties, right? And that's how she was uh, faking a lot of like being an airbender, and you know, just by manipulating the water and the ground and wood and everything like that. And she still saw went to um, teamed up with Tolf. And everybody's kind of in, in on it and trying to uh, convince everybody in this long con. And they even had the everything kind of falls out the same way in a way, including uh, what's his name, trying to help her fake firebending in order to complete the whole aspect using water bending. <laughs> well, I mean, it's. But, uh, it, it's kind of like that whole joke about like the X-Men power sets. Like when you sit down and think about how they would physically be able to do that and then what they're actually controlling to do it. Like Magneto, he'd also be able to control electricity. He could be an omega level, an omega level threat right off the bat. Iceman, all he's doing is inertly either absorbing heat or pushing it out. So he could control both heat and ice. And so they would actually think, have dual power sets. Uh, it has came out as um, Magneto is an Omega level mutant because he is able to control because he's able to control magnets. He and that's it came out in one. I forgot what it, X Men thing was that he was in essence can make the sun go supernova. Yeah, is that for him to do it? He says I. If I push myself that hard, I'd get a migraine. Pretty much he has that, like a built-in limiter, that if he did that, he'd pretty much have an aneurysm. He'd, yeah. in essence, kill himself prior to their son killing everybody on Earth. It's um, kind of like with Iceman, because you... Iceman, has, Iceman is the same way, because he can literally freeze the entire planet. Right, but and, see, when you freeze something, you're removing the energy from it. And when you heat something up, you're giving it energy. So in reality, he would have to have a way to expel that energy. So it, it would be kind of like a, a dual problem. You know what I mean? Not only can I he know freeze the, something, but he could burn something to cinders. And in, in the book version of the sequel, 
Yes, I read the book version of the uh, X2. Was it the um, junior novelization? <laughs> I don't know if it's a ju ju junior novelization, but uh, it goes into the aspect of when he was, he approaches, uh, somebody lights the uh, building on fire and he was pretty much there. He was wearing himself out because he was drawing in the moisture to use them, you know, he wasn't turning everything into ice, but he was using the moist, bringing in the moisture to help put out the fire. And he was on it, the scene, right? That was probably cut was Storm watching him do that on the news or watching him, seeing the news of somebody lighting the building on fire and him seeing him using his powers to try to put it out. And in the book, it says that. She was like, hey, he's doing what he's trained to do to save, to be that hero. I need, And he's looking tired. I got to, you know, help him. And through what she does, bringing it in like a storm, mm -hmm. her namesake, to bring in rain so he's able to use that moisture to kind of condense it down to help him put out that fire. And so he's and we go over to, the map, folks. So, we go from X-Men to Transformers. Transformers <laughs> everything. So I know how to clip this. Science! So how am I going to clip this? I have no idea. We'll figure but it out. We'll I'll have figure like it out. 20, 20 million titles. <laughs> Do we podcast? No, we just we just have a conversation and watch it evolve. It's going to evolve. <laughs> so much for being an hour and a half top, Sasha. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we had technical difficulties. Technically difficult. I think we covered everything we want to cover. We covered I think so. Ramirez, Transformers, and yeah. um, I remember what else we wanted to talk about. <laughs> what else did we want to talk about? That was about it. it was, I just remember, I got to see Transformers. I got to see Transformers. Well, it was it, it for me. It was like, oh, well, there's this thing in Allentown, and you know, take the kid, take the man, call it a day, you know. It just seemed like a fun time, and we did, and let's, it was fun. Let's see, let's see. Uh, musical. No, no. Oh, John Cleese. Oh yeah, John. We I'll tell you what, we can save that for next time. I just got to figure out when yeah. next time is going to be because next Tuesday I'm going to be on the scene snobs when we would normally podcast. So unless I can how get... about I can be home. I'll I'll be home by seven on Monday. Yeah, but the cast is at seven with the scene snobs. On two, you said that's Tuesday. I'm yeah, saying Tuesday. Monday. Oh, okay. I'm I'm home. I'll be home by seven on Monday. Okay, we can try to do that. Yeah, we'll we'll we'll, we'll so, cast the day early. No big deal. Yeah. So that'll work. But yeah. yes, spoiler: we'll be. I'll be on the scene snobs. I guess uh, Mick wants to talk about horror movies, and who better to get than me? Um, in the meantime, did you want to talk about your sponsor? Because we kind of brought it up in the beginning. and Yes, uh, we are, at least I am, partnered with uh, W Energy. It's D-U-B-B-Y. I to say it's... Spuddy, and I don't know why. I don't know. Uh, you're coming down to the same habit I am. Uh, w Energy. Uh, when you go to W, that's D-U-B-B-Y dot G-G. How about them dubs, yo? <laughs> it's about those dubs. 
when you go there and when you buy, as a matter of fact, I just got an email from them. So let me pull that up. And when you buy, and right now they are offering up a, or they will be releasing. None of our stuff is scripted, by the way. <laughs> right. Uh, they will have a starter. They have a starter pack with shaker. It comes with, I guess, four like packs of. Yeah, it's it's a <laughs> a little maybe something about the size. I gotta bring up maybe the size of this. My OnlyFans just went that, nuts, and all I did was this. <laughs> <laughs> something maybe the size of a water bottle that you put the size of a water the, bottle. the powder size of water bottle. Put the powder in. You put some water. Or you beverage your choice. You shake it up, and you're all about the size of a water bottle. We like that, right? Gift. Remember, it's not the size; it's a how you move it. It's the but girth. It's girth. <laughs> but when you buy, if you find what you want to try on w.gg, you act on at checkout. Enter the code LCM podcast. You'll get 10% off, and I'm sure eventually we'll get a portion of sales from that. How much that is, I don't know, but uh, it helps. (laughs) Five bucks is five bucks, but a portion of that is will go to us. But if what you, as I've been telling folks, if what you find on that site, if you want to buy from that site, you're more than welcome to. Again, our code is LCM podcast for 10% off. But if that's too much for you and you just want to shoot a couple of bucks, our, in essence, our way, I'm include Sasha with that. Uh, you can Good support her on for me. Uh, it, OnlyFans on her way. Sign up for OnlyFans. On our side, you could always go to our GoFundMe and shoot us a couple of bucks that way. Or to our, at least my Patreon, the show's Patreon. I got to find the link. Uh, three bucks. It's only th- a couple of bucks. We'll have some community stuff there. What I'm going to be fully doing that you'll get some thank. We'll say this: you'll get some thanks. Shout it up. We'll say you'll get some stank. I'm like, stank. I want a few skanks. It's been a while. I thought you um, said stank, not skank. It's yeah. <laughs> like, whoa. I have a theory. Have you seen the wraith? The wraith. You mean like the wraith be with what's his name in it? That's got tiger blood. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The race. It's the car. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, brand, yeah. yeah. I have a theory about that. It's a weird theory, but we'll save that. Maybe for next, next time. Say next time. Along but, with John Cleese. Um, along with John Cleese. Maybe I think they could relate, but who knows? Um, I have that. So there's a lot of options, but still, if I both both me and Sasha understand, even though we're we're promoting OnlyFans, uh, W Energy, and Patreon and all that. We know things are tough. Sharing, watching, subscribing, all all that helps. All that helps us in the long run. So as much as we like financial support, if you can't, sharing, liking, subscribing, and all that helps us as well. And we are grateful for that. So, And for those of you who are at, saying that we are at – we're asking for a handout. You know it's nothing about pod- not a handout. It, I I had folks in regards to when I p- pushed the 
besides the scammers. Oh, you're just asking for a handout. Yeah, tell me you never... Come in with the blind glasses and like the little like cup with the dollar pencils on it next time. Just watch. Yeah, and the thing is, a lot of those folks uh, that say it, it, they it's like, tell me you know nothing about the YouTubing and podcasting community without telling me you know nothing. And it's like, and yet these are the, also the same folks that if Kim Kardashian had a new product or wanted to crowdfund, it's like, hey, how would you like to help me crowd? help me fund this new project I'm doing. Okay, here's $10. And yet someone like us, sorry, you're just asking for a handout. We're Z-level. We're fine with it. Yeah, but uh, it literally helps us. I I am willing to, like I did on Instagram with our first donation that we got through crowdfunding, I will put up uh, receipts and if I am able to get that new or newest laptop sooner with anything I get financially, you know what? It's going to be, hey, hey, on that next episode we record, it's, hey, look what I got. We've got a new new thing. And that's it. You know, all, all, all I'll say is, 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 is my OnlyFans, I'll just thank discreetly. You're appreciated. Uh, but some of you guys who DM me just out of the blue to be disgusting, yeah, you might get some shout-outs. Start charging for it. That's what some others do. That's what I do. I'm like, bitch, pay me. <laughs> Fuck you, pay me. <laughs> yeah, pay me. That's what some of the other uh, folks on on. Old I actually do. have a logo that says that. It's got like a little heart, and it says in bold, Fuck you, pay me in bold red. <laughs> But I, I'm just trying to expand a little bit so I'm able to help fund things. And, folks, anything after getting some of the new or newest equipment goes to if I am able to get – I'll do it in air quotes and all that – kidnapped by Sasha and her partner in crime, so to speak, to be taken by events or other friends of the show. They know who they are. To go to an event that might be nearby, it helps. Those funds help. Will go to help make pay for gas, but help make it happen. Help get food and uh, extra food and make things extra special for that event. So it goes yeah, to that. I know this way. I can tell you now, Blobfest ain't cheap. I've already put some money into that, and oh my! I, I trust. Uh, I. Coming from, I won't say coming from, but when I did all three days from of Otacon two years ago, I say back in 2021, that was $1,200 just for the room. $1,200 just for, from, for, I think, Thursday, uh, that was like went Thursday to Monday, $1,200. And they wanted to charge me. Uh, another fifty dollars a night on top of that as a quote unquote deposit. I'm like, uh, you never said anything in regards to that on when I booked the the room through the uh, Otacon's website. You had in all the emails. I showed them the emails. Like none of these emails said there was a fifty dollar de- so called deposit yep. that I had to give you per night. But oh, it's just in case you, uh, all that came from if I was if I had four or more people in that room it's just me in this room 
Oh, uh, oh. It, that stuff. That stuff is primarily used for parking. I took the train here. For me, it was just basically like you know, okay, I I need to get the dress for the evening because we need to have yeah. a nice dress. Just on the off chance I get my crown, I better fucking get my crown. Um, I got to get the dress. Uh, then of course lodging because I didn't want to stay out of town because I I've done that a couple years in the past. If you stay out of town, it is a pain. Was that a train? Yeah, you have to, Sasha. You forget that I am literally maybe less than a third of a mile away from. Okay, well, I'm I'm trying to like, is it on my side or is it your side? It's on my side. It's my side. But somehow, even though that I have trees between them and the tracks, they still want to be uber loud. You know, you you so you got the dress, you got lodging. And I usually just get two nights because you, you get there Friday, stay Friday night, yeah. Saturday night. Um, then you have on top of that, like the tickets for each one. Now, they're not expensive. It's not like super expensive, but you're talking about three days worth of events. Um, right. I have yet to get my MST 3K tickets yet. Cause it's kind of like if I do win Miss Blompfest, I don't have to get that one. Um, but, you know, it's. It's all added up. And then, of course, you know, Al's still got to get his tux because that's part of our secret costume for the costume contest this the, this year. You already know about the costume. Right. We got it covered. We've already got the prop built um, and the other props as well from a fire axe to a shotgun. And that's all I'm saying. Um, but we're covered on that aspect. And then obviously food and whatnot. Stuff like that adds up. But. Like, going back to the tux, oh, God, this was hilarious, and you can tell I'm a natural blonde. Um, So before we went up to Allentown, we're like, well, you know, we got enough time where we can stop off at, like, J&B Bridal to, you know, have him fitted and sized for a tux so we can just pick it up on the 13th or the 14th before Blobfest. I look a complete idiot because it's June. What's everybody doing in June? Graduation. Oh, no, 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 no. What else requires tuxes? Besides weddings? Oh, weddings, yes. Weddings usually are heavy in June. I completely forgot about that. So we went in thinking we'd just do a walk-in appointment. Oh, fuck no. We got to wait until this Saturday for him just to get measured. And I thought it was funny because Willow was there with us. And they're like, well, well, are you going to need to look at dresses? And I'm like, for what? <laughs> Willows uh, dying of laughter. Uh, I am strongly considering going for. Uh, I don't know how it's details. It's still two months over two months out. I'm still strongly considering going to Four State uh, Harrisburg. Same. It's just a matter. Uh, it's just a matter of putting it out there, coordinating out somehow a way to get up there. Whether it's you know through you or through George or well, see the thing is, you, is, is Al already lives in that area. Um, no. So for us, it's just a matter of getting tickets. Um, but we are, you know, he already lives out toward there because Carlisle's only a hop, skip, and a jump from Harrisburg. Um, but yeah, uh, just keep me posted on that. We'll figure something out. Yeah, it's figure something out. It's two months out. Uh, August, yeah. If you want, yeah, it's August. A little more. It's like end of August. Twist my arm if you have to. Um, we'll make it. But happen. We'll we'll make it happen. It's some. It's. 
I don't know it's the details whether it's you're going to come down on Saturday or do a Friday sort of thing. It's details, details. Yeah. So I don't know when I when like my official back to school schedule starts, but no, it, it was it was um funny because like we go in there and they're at well, don't you need tuxes for the wedding party and dresses? And I'm like, and me and Willow are just dumb like. Who's getting married? She points me. Well, aren't you? No, we're just getting a tux for an event. I said, I haven't had a case of the stupids in a long time, and I'm not planning on it anytime soon. And I look over now, I'm like, sorry, hon. <laughs> but in regards to uh, Forest State with me, it's just, uh, I would like to, we're going to have to talk to uh, about it, or at least by the end of July. That way yeah. I can talk to my boss. That way I, I can schedule at least those th- two days, if not three days off, make sure that she doesn't put me down for those three days. I gotta, I like so, I, said, I gotta see when my, when like back to school starts. Cause that's like right at the beginning of back to school. So I don't know if I'll be back on my normal shift or if I'll still be back on summer schedule. Um, but yeah. we'll figure it out. Cause if not, yeah. me, you know, I can get Jordan down that way or by, by that time. I'll, We'd know, uh, you'd know your schedule by end of uh, July, probably, and all that ordeal. Even if I George has for to come a down. school district. They are not the most organized bunch. Probably more organized than the Martinsburg meth heads that are around here. You know, I probably wouldn't prefer them as my employer some days. I, I really would. Especially when I get a notice of a banquet, like, oh, by the way, we're having a banquet tonight. And it's like, really? That's nice to know. I'm in the midst of entirely scrubbing this cafeteria and everything's packed up and put away. (laughs) And I've got three hours to put everything back down. I hope I'm getting double pay. I'm not. Oh, gee. (laughs) But if Aaron, George, you guys, let's say, like you said, it's something that we would have to um, coordinate with. Even if it, George has to come down, pick me up, and you guys, you know, on the reverse, brought me down. It's all stuff that we have to talk about and boot nanny and hold down. We'll get it figured out. But yeah, we'll get figure something. contribute goes to all of that and all the other fun stuff that we get into. So, yes, drink dubby. And maybe one of these days, if things remain quiet outside, uh, I might sit outside and record with my firelight. So, drink, drink, yeah, buddy. Look at your friends' naked bits. Support them. <laughs> and and whatever your show. friends' naked bits that you prefer. Yes, and that's the show. <laughs> and remember, I'm a gamer. I'm wearing a bikini. I dare you to prove it. You know, if he makes enough money on one of them sites, we could probably make that happen. So OnlyFans, there's some you know what? way. <laughs> Folks, let me just say this. Let me say this. If you if someone donates over a thousand dollars at the GoFundMe, I will legitly go out, use some of the funds to buy a bikini top, and I will wear it for the show. <laughs> I'll wear one too. What the hell? <laughs> Battle scars. I will consider a challenge. Consider a challenge. The I will wear it has on been the dropped. Show. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I think we figured out our tier system. 
<laughs> Anyways, good night, and good night. Uh, we'll catch you on the flips. To the Long Coat Mafia. Capish. Hello everyone, welcome back. I hope you enjoyed the reboot slash repost episode. If you have any questions, comments, or smart remarks, you can always send them my way at our email, which is longcoatmafia at gmail.com, or post them in the uh te- the pinned post on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash the Long Coat Mafia Podcast. All the links are in the description down below. And just to let you know, this is the after show. And with the after show, a lot of what I am about to say or do say uh, is updates, my opinion on everything because when they are posted up on our Podbean account differ slightly at times, so a lot could happen between then and this recording. So I'm going to give you a couple of updates or my opinions on those updates as so be it. So just wanted to let you all know that now. Well, as stated, now is the time for the updates and all that fun jazz but I don't have any updates. I don't have any comments. I don't have any smart remarks. But I will say this. Will I fulfill my promise if we break 
significantly between that $1,000 to $1,500 goal for our GoFundMe. Will I don at least a bikini top and wear it on air to show all of you? Yes. Yes, I will. I will do that. If you want to see this fat man, your godfather, strap on a, a bikini top and wear it for the show and prove it to you and to the rest of the internet that I fulfilled my end of the deal by wearing, not just proclaiming I'm a gamer and wearing, I'm a gamer and I'm wearing a bikini and actually proving it. If you all want to see that happen, you all better, 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 better start donating because that goal is still pretty high. Uh, over a th we still have over $950 to meet that goal. If you want to see that happen, you better start donating. GoFundMe link is in the description down below if you want to see that happening. Not to mention we have a Patreon. Just search for the Long Coat Mafia podcast. I'll get the link and I'll add it to the description for all of you if you want to uh, donate that. It's uh, a very small, the smallest that Patreon will allow me to put up there it's only three dollars if you want to go that route and support us through patreon and see a few things that are that will drop before youtube and maybe some things that i cut out of the show will be up there as well so as some of the behind the scenes stuff you'll get a bunch of extras and you participate in the show as well in some way shape or form so there's that uh, all the links will be in the description down below i'll see you guys Next episode, which will be another retro bonus uh, anniversary bonus retrospective, it's coming up like this Friday or Saturday. Stay tuned for that. Uh, hey, lots of stuff coming up. A lot of stuff we're going to be talking about next week, plus more anniversary retrospectives. Like them, hate them, whatever. They'll be there for you to listen to. I'm the Reverend Godfather. Will I be a gamer wearing a bikini? Only time and your donations. We'll tell, and don't forget, we do have the Dubby uh, partnership. Just at checkout, hit that, uh, enter in that code LCM podcast. It helps us out. Just like if you don't have the funds for all that, liking, sharing, subscribing, the whole nine yards, sharing us, being a part of this crew is the be uh, the best thing you can do. Sharing out if you don't have the funds, but still want to support us. But still, if you want to see me wear a bikini on the video aspect of the show, start donating. So take care. I am out and see you next episode. You've been listening to the Long Coat Mafia podcast, the Internet's most hated and mafia themed geek podcast. 